welcome to the No Relation NFL Podcast with Matt and Bill Williamson. Matt, how you doing today? Tuesday. I'm great. Getting busy here. NFL I mean, season. after kind of taking a day off for Labor Day, everything's kind of hitting the fan quick. And before you know it, it's Tuesday. we got a game in two days, and it's week one, and my life got hectic all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... Um... I'm going to start thinking about, like, October because September's shot, but that's okay. <laughs> this is what we live for, right? This is uh, the season. For me, the training camp and preseason was always awful, especially as a beat writer. So this week is always really exciting, and it, you could talk about real stuff, and the play, players are more serious, and it, it's just – and I'm sure that was the same feeling you had when you were working for the Browns. Absolutely. I mean, there's so much prep, and even more so now that I've been in the media. I mean, people expect you to talk about football year-round, and thank God. You know, we get to, again, a beat stick in the ditch for a living. But the last right. time I've really been able to comment on anything was the Super Bowl. You know, there's been a lot of stretch here, and obviously we learned some things in the preseason, but the regular season is a totally different beast. And, you know, I mean, we, we didn't see like guys like J.J. Watt. I mean, there's so much great players that hardly played at all this preseason, I think less than ever. And now we get a Super Bowl rematch on Thursday. It's phenomenal. And a fascinating one. You know, yeah. I mean, with Denver, I mean, so much question. We're gonna, we may not even know much about Denver after that game, win or loss, you know, as far as the quarterback play goes, because, like we talk about, there may be a change. But today's show, we're not going to really talk about individual players as much. We are going to talk about, we're going to give our predictions. And this is going to be the format. We're going to do the NFC first, and we're going to go through divisions. And we're not necessarily going to go one through four. We're just going to name the team why we think they're going to win the division. And, you know, certainly the other teams in the division will be mentioned. And then we'll go to the AFC. Same thing. And after each, we get the four down, four divisions, we'll give our two wild cards. And then we'll pick our two champion, our two championship matchups, and then we'll go to the Super Bowl. And me and Matt have not talked about who we're picking at all because I think this is going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more fresh conversation. So, Matt, are you ready to get going on our predictions on the No Relation NFL podcast with Matt and Bill Williamson? Absolutely. Let's do it, man. All right, cool. Who do you got in the NFC East? This is a hard one. I mean, I honestly could make an argument for every team in the division. <laughs> uh, including or an argument against every team in the division. What's that? Probably an argument against every team in the division as well. Probably two arguments against every team in the division, <laughs> yeah. one argument for. Eagles just traded their their quarterback, and I think they look at it like, hey, we're not a contender this year. Let's get something for Bradford while we can. They got a lot for him, and they're going to put Wentz in there. And there's just not a lot of weaponry around him. So I think Philly's the easiest one to look at and say, all right, they're probably not in contention here. But I like what the Giants have done, and historically their preseasons have been abysmal on offense, and then they pick it up in the regular season. The Redskins have a really difficult schedule. That's the thing working against them, and I'm not a huge Cousins believer. The Cowboys have the league's easiest schedule, and the Giants have the league's third easiest schedule. So I think that puts those two over the hump as opposed to Washington. Although I like what Washington's doing, but Dallas's defense and a combination of Romo being out is enough for me to not have them first overall. So I'm going to take the Giants, but, man, uh, I'm not super impressed with any of these teams. So, like, 9-7 and seven maybe. And we're, not, we're not necessarily going to give wins and losses, but that's kind of how you see this division being won about – 
nine yeah, wins. I don't see a ten win team here. Uh, yeah. I don't see a wild card team here. Uh, I think there's a lot of mediocrity. So probably the worst division in the league. Maybe. I mean, AFC South, I think, is still yeah. in the conversation, although they're improving very rapidly. Um, outside of Carolina, a, a, a NFC South isn't wonderful. But, yes, this would be my vote for worst team in the division. I don't think they have a true bottom feeder, but I also don't think they have a contender either. Right. Yeah, I mean, the way I looked at it was kind of the West of, of the Evils, and I do think it's the Redskins are probably the best team. They, they You know, they won the division last year. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes I get – and I think a lot of people do, and I think I, I'm certainly guilty of this. I get stuck in the early parts of the seasons thinking about what happened last year. And maybe I'm getting burned again on that. I'm trying to get better at that. Because I know it's a, a fresh slate, but still I get I get burned on it every year. But I just think the Redskins have less problems than anybody else. I, I think after the dust has settled a little bit, I think their coach may be better than people think he is. And uh, so I'm going to go with the Redskins in a certainly in a division where I'm not going to have a wild card out of that division. Yeah, and I, I can see that. I mean, I think that there's a lot of good things going on in Washington. Schedule worries me a little bit. Cousins worries me a little bit. Who's going to be the running back? But all in all, their questions aren't as great as, say, Dallas's defense, Giants' entire offensive line, rookie quarterback in Philadelphia. I mean, I think there's a strong argument for the Skins. Yeah. Let's go over to the NFC North. Um, two, I mean, a week ago today, you could say two Super Bowl contenders. And we're going to certainly talk about the effect of the Bridgewater and subsequent Bradford trade has on, on this division's predictions. Um, who do you have in the NFC North? And I, I have to be honest. I mean, the Bridgewater situation is very worrisome, especially because it's not what we were going to, not what we've gotten from Teddy to this point, but maybe what we would get this upcoming year and in the future, because he looked really good in the preseason. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Bradford trade is a good one. I know they gave up a lot, but I think the Bradford trade keeps them. Highly competitive, but I still think they're behind the Packers. Uh, you know, Minnesota's formula is going to be very easy. You know, they're going to run the ball a ton. They're going to play great defense. Bradford, don't kill us. Make some deep throws. Where the Packers can play any way you want. You know, I think their defense is very much improved. They've got a lot of edge pass rush. The Josh Sitton move is remarkably strange to me. I don't understand why you release him when he's not making that much money and he's one of the best guards in the league. But anyways, they're and they refuse to tell people why. It's just like, yeah, it was weird, and uh, deal with it, you know. And, and yeah. all the Packers are going, what's going on here? You know, that that was a weird one. Maybe the weirdest move of the off season, and because of guard, yeah. no one's talking about it. I mean, he's one of the best guards in the league, and I realize that they have a deep line, and they they have some guys coming up for free agency, but just play him out for the year, win the Super Bowl, and move on. Or you know, I mean, yeah. he, he doesn't make you a better team without him. Unless there's some injury news that we don't know about or some off the field something or other, but Chicago didn't hesitate to pick him up. Um, I kind of like what traded him, right? I mean, I know, again, I want to keep this on predictions, but I think this is what we do. We discuss things. They could have traded him, couldn't they have? I would think. You know, that was what was weird to me, too. But, you know, I had read headlines leading up to Cup Day that they're thinking about trading Sitton, and. That made some sense to me. Is okay. We'll put Treader in there, and you know we'll re-sign the other guys. He's going to be expensive. Maybe they get a second-round pick out of it or something, like from a team like the Bears, that could use him. Instead, they got nothing for him. 
So I don't understand that move at all. It's one of the more perplexing ones of the entire offseason. I still am going to pick the Packers to win that division, though. I like their defense, still like the line, trust Aaron Rodgers quite a bit. I think they're a big-time contender. Yeah, I agree with you. And to be honest with you, I started kind of doing this last week, taking my maybe a week ago last weekend, and I had the Vikings – as my number two seed in the NFC, and then the, the injury happened. And I know Bridgewater's more of a game manager than a star quarterback at this point, but I just think I, I just think that's too big of a hit to take, especially with a team like the Packers, who are pretty dang complete. And, and I would think that you would say, yeah, there, here's five or six Super Bowl contenders, and the Green Bay Packers are one of them. So I move the Packers up. But this shows how much I liked the Vikings prior to it. But the Packers, so we agree that we have the Packers winning this division. Yes, but back to the Vikings, is sort of big picture in the NFC. I had them behind, before the Bridgewater injury, I did a power ranks right at the beginning of the preseason. And I had Carolina, Seattle, Arizona, and Green Bay ahead of them in the NFC. So I had the Vikings fifth in their conference. And then... I'm doing one as we speak, and I think I'm still going to have him fifth. <laughs> you know, there's, I'm not sure anyone in the the rest of the conference really isn't that imposing. You know, I don't think the Bears or the Lions or anybody in the East or the Rams or, you know, the Saints or Falcons. I mean, I don't think any of those teams are going to surpass the Vikings, so I still think they get in the show. Yeah, I mean, I think before that injury, the NFC was really – you knew who your six put playoff teams were, and then it took a real dive. And we'll talk a little bit more of that when we get to our wild card picks for the NFC. But let's move on. So to recap, Matt has the Giants and the Packers. I have the Redskins and the Packers. Let's move over to the NFC South. Who do you have? See, this one's easy to me, and right. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I don't think they're going to be 15-1. and one. I don't think they're going to have a ridiculous turnover margin in their favor. But the Panthers are still the best team in this division. But back to the conversation concerning the Vikings. If any team to me in the NFC could steal that sixth wild card spot away from Minnesota, it's the Saints. And the Saints were historically bad on defense last year. And I think a a coaching change with, with Rob Ryan leaving is a good thing. They did bring some guys in. And I almost think that they can't possibly be as bad on defense as they were last year. If they could get to be 25th, 26th in the league, I think their offense could get them to 9-7 and seven and maybe get into the, into the playoffs. Interesting. Interesting. But, so you, but, but you have the Panthers a clear champion. Yeah, I think the Panthers win 10, 11, 12. Win, you know, I mean, and, the, yeah, and, and I agree, I, I but why do you say they're not as good as last year? Well... I mean, I mean, the big thing is the turnover situation. I mean, I just don't think it's repeatable for them to create nearly as many turnovers as they did last year. And their offense was consistently starting with fantastic field position. Josh Norman's not there. Um, I think their pass rush is a little overrated. I mean, I love their defensive tackles. I love their, their linebackers, but not that they're as blitzers, but their defensive ends are okay. They're not a great pass rushing duo. So I think the defense comes down a little bit. I think there's fewer big plays. Um, I trust Newton. I mean, I like having Benjamin back and all that. I think the offense is pretty darn good. But the numbers they put up last year were 
crazy good. Uh, I'm not sure that they were as good as their numbers. Um, they played a very easy schedule last year, but they have a pretty easy one this year, too, and playing in that division helps. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, playing that division is going to be kind of easy because I think there's some, uh, there's some, you know, lesser teams in that division. Let's move over to a division that is very top-heavy, uh, may have the two best teams in the league, and that's the NFC West. Who do you got coming out of this thing? Yeah, this is a tough one, obviously, and I think that, like, I'm sure everyone is going to pick two playoff teams coming out of here. Um, just to briefly touch on them, I think the Niners are going to compete for the first overall pick. <laughs> and the more I watch and think about the Rams, I think they're maybe picking in the top five, too. You know, that they, they, there's not a lot to get excited about this year. Goff is going to do nothing. And then obviously, I mean, the, the Titans Chiefs will be picking in the top five. What's that? The Titans will be t- picking in the top five from that Goff trade. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I mean, so they're rooting against I, the Rams. Obviously. The Rams are going to have a, they're going to have to have a change in leadership. But anyways, right? Who knows if they'll actually do it? But I think that defense right. in Los Angeles probably takes a small step back, and the offense does very little. I like Seattle slightly over Arizona, and a little bit is recency biased that. You know, I know he was playing with a broken finger, and, you know, that's a big deal, obviously. But Palmer, you know, had a lot of bad throws, interceptions, turnovers late last year going into the playoffs. He, historically, he's done that a lot. Um, and this preseason has not been pretty at all to Arizona, although I don't think Bruce Arians cares one bit. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's trying to win in this preseason. I just worry, you know, when you're comparing them to another elite team like Seattle, I give this. I give the Seahawks the the quarterback nudge, and I just wonder is is Palmer going to show us? Is he falling off? You know, is he not going to have the season like he did for the first twelve weeks or so? And if so, then all of a sudden they become a ten win team instead of a twelve win team. You know, they're still really equipped to handle average quarterback play, but I think Seattle's loaded, and they might be the best team in the league. Yeah, I think these are two terrific teams, and I think that we're going to see some real battles when they play this year. And it's fascinating to me because Seattle had to, to survive a, a, a hell of a, a rivalry with the 49ers. I don't think this rivalry will, be, will match what the 49ers and the Seahawks had off the field with all the Sherman versus Harbaugh and Harbaugh versus Carroll. And, you know, the front office always trying to play chess and and snake guys off each other's practice squads. That was a great rivalry. But on the, on the field, between the lines, I think this is going to be a great rivalry as well. I give the Seahawks the slight edge. I, I think it comes down to the quarterback is 27, and the Cardinals quarterback is going to be 37. And I think that's going to be the difference. Yeah, I think that's well said. And I think both defenses are quite good. You know, I give the Cardinals offensive line the nudge. I like their skill guys better. But Seattle's so proven. And back to your rivalry statement, you know, I felt like it was Steelers-Ravens were the Ollie Frazier, you know, and then it was Niners-Seattle as the best rivalry in the game. And I do think this one's next in line to be that great rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Um, those Steelers-Ravens are fun, man. Yeah, they were nasty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so who do you have for your two wildcard teams? Pretty much already said it. I mean, I think the Cardinals are 
close to a lock. You know, I mean, obviously a lot of things can happen, and you know, we might look at it, read this podcast or listen to this podcast a couple months from now and be like, "Boy, we didn't know anything." <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just the way right. things work. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure that'll happen anyway. Yeah. It probably will. And then I'm going to take the Vikings, and but I do think the Saints are possible. Okay, I am taking the Cardinals and the Vikings as well. Um, I did initially take the Vikings all the way out of the playoffs, and I put in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it's interesting that we took the team that we think could compete is from the same division but different teams. But I just say, you know what, the Vikings gave up. I don't like Bradford, but I always say, look, the guys that are in these jobs, they are smart. They're smarter than me when it comes to this stuff. And they gave up so much for Bradford that they told themselves two things. We don't know if Teddy's going to be ready next year, so we got to have a solution for maybe this year and next year. And we have a chance to win it all right now, so let's not waste it. It's worth our first-round pick next year. Um, so I think the Vikings know they're too good. I, I think they do get into the playoffs. And, again, the NFC kind of dives after five teams, so there's no reason to think the Vikings aren't that sixth team. But you agree the Vikings are still – a good step below the top four. Sure, but they but they don't want to waste it. They don't want to waste this year, especially going into the new stadium. So I, I applaud them for that trade. I mean, yeah, I agree. They say we're going to get a quarterback, and they probably got the best one available. I know that doesn't say a whole lot. Um, do they give up too much? Yeah, but they're they're going for it. Yeah, and I'm sure they're looking at it like with Bradford, we're a playoff team. That's probably not a top five pick. It's probably the 25th pick overall. And what kind of quarterback were we going to get there? Especially, I, don't, I think this is a really ominous sign, like you said too, about Teddy's future. Uh, I think they are probably not really optimistic about it or how quick he comes back. And you know, Bradford played well with the Eagles. And one thing I tweeted out that you kind of just mentioned too is, we all think we know a lot, but consistently through Bradford's career, NFL teams have paid up to get him. You know, they know what I said yeah. in the tweet was. People in the NFL value Bradford more than all you people out there following. Right. And they know more than us. And he may not be a great fantasy football guy. That that might be the root of it. You know. Um, so, okay, so to recap, your playoff teams were the Giants, Packers, Panthers, Seahawks, and then the two wild cards, Cardinals and the Vikings. Uh, mine is very, very similar. I, I had the, the, the Redskins instead of the Giants, and um, everything else is the same. So let's go over to the AFC. Who do you got going out of the East? I have a feeling we'll be the same there as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this isn't a real uh, cliffhanger here. You know, the I think New England's probably the best team in the league. I think they're – as much as any time in recent history, heads above the rest of that division. I really don't think it's close. I don't have much good to say about the other three teams, and I'm really, really on the Patriots bandwagon this year. I mean, they very well could be my pick to win it all. I just like so much of this team right now. Well, we'll find that out in about 25 minutes or so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I there's not a lot to talk about in this division. I, I just the other three teams I don't like. I know some people are trying to pump up the uh, Dolphins. Some people are trying to hype up the Jets. Uh, if they get in, that's good for them. But I'm not going to be the guy to pick them. 
Right. Me either. Not at all. Yeah. You know. So, all right. Well, that was quick. Uh, let's go over to the AFC North. That's always an interesting division, and I think it is this year as well. Who do you, who do you got winning that? Yeah, I, I feel pretty confident in the Steelers in this one, too. Uh, I don't think Cincinnati really got better in any area from a year ago and maybe got worse in a few. Um, I think the Ravens are a really strong organization that got crushed by injuries last year and are better than they looked last year but aren't quite at the, the same level as Cincinnati, let alone Pittsburgh. I think the Browns are the worst team in the league. Pittsburgh, I think, is a Super Bowl contender. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I went Steelers as well. I, I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are, are, are a quality team. Um, that was, talk about a great rivalry game in the playoffs last year, the Steelers and Bengals. That was unreal. That's the reason why we watch this stuff, because you just can't make up that drama and predict that type of stuff. But um, I like the Steelers. I am a little worried about the injuries and the suspensions. Yeah. But I'm a big Roethlisberger guy on the field, certainly, and um, I'm going to go with the Steelers in this division. Um, how about the AFC South? Another really tough one for me. You know, I mean, I think all these. I think Tennessee's noticeably better. I think Jacksonville's noticeably better. I think Houston might compete with Denver for having the best defense in the league. And they got a lot better at their skill position players, but I really dislike their offensive line. I think the Colts might have the worst defense in the league, but I trust Luck. Um, I'm going to take Houston, though, rather confidently. You know, I think O'Brien's a really good coach and can get has gotten a lot more out of less. I think they win 10 games or so in a tight contest. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a division, a fun division to watch. I, not necessarily. There's, they're not going to be three or four 11-win teams, but I think it could be a real good battle, and, and they may beat up on each other a little bit and, and keep the win total down. Um, but I think there might be some real unpredictability in, in this division, and, and maybe, you know, I don't have the Titans going to the playoffs, but maybe they do. You know, there's always somebody that does that, that makes a huge jump, and maybe it's the Titans. Not huge on their coaching staff, but... It seems like they got some really good quality players. That thing is going up, um, but I, I, you know, I, I like Houston a lot. And and if you look at how Denver won the Super Bowl, Houston could do the same thing this year. I and I really like their coach. I, so I, I'm big on Houston. I'm probably big on Houston more than a lot of people are. So again, we've gone through all but one division, and we have six of the same teams. Winning the divisions. What, what does that tell you? So, is this a predictable year, or, or are we just stupid? Or are we lame? Or are we are, are we, we too boring? cautious? Yeah. What, what what's going on here? I I don't know because most years I'm asked this. I get asked this question every year, and I've been doing this for what twelve years or so, and and I always have a team or two when I'm asked, who's that team that's better than we think, that could really make noise, that you know is going to change things up, and. I have one in this division that we're about to talk about, but overall, I don't see a team that was picking really in the top, you know, dozen or 15 that all of a sudden is a Super Bowl t contender. You know, like, I'm really high on the Chargers, but I think they're, you know, a nine-win team with the ceiling. And that's a, a vastly improved team from a year ago, but it doesn't mean they're a contender. You know, the, I still look at this league, and 
I think there's six teams that are true contenders. I mean, I mentioned the four that I really like in the NFC, and I think the Steelers and the uh, Patriots in the AFC. I mean, it would really shock me if one of those six teams did not win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But it could happen, and that's the NFL, and I think there will be somebody that jumps up because there always is every year. You know, I mean, shoot, the, the, the Chiefs went from 2-14 and 14 to, to making a, you know, instant improvement. So it's going to happen. Uh, again, it could be Tennessee. It could be Tampa Bay, I think. You, you like the Saints. So we'll see. But let's, let's finish out the divisions with the AFC West, which – is another really interesting division, and you know, I, I know you're high on the Chargers. I don't know if many other people are, but I can see you could put you know six or seven people in a room and people that know what they're talking about, and you can get each team picked. I think it's you know it, it's a like the AFC South. It might be a real interesting division to watch. Who who do you have in this emerging in the AFC West? Yeah, and I mentioned the six elite teams that I think are in the league. None of them are in this division, but I also don't think they have a true bottom feeder. And for that reason, I think this is the best division in the league. You know, from all four teams, you know, I would rather play – I'd rather have Seattle and Arizona on my schedule but then get to play the Rams and Niners right. as opposed to these four teams. And I, as much as I do think the Chargers are improved and are in 500 land – I still think they're fourth, which is a pretty good year, and it's a pretty good you know, bottom-feeding team. I'm going to put Denver third, and I'm really torn between the Raiders and Chiefs. They both have you know, three decent schedules, easier schedules than Denver, but I think I just trust Andy Reid more than I trust Oakland, who's got a lot of new parts. Mm-hmm. So you're going with the Chiefs? I'm going with KC. Seven out of eight, ladies and gentlemen, and the one that we, the one that we didn't agree on was the first one we did, the yeah, NFC. I don't feel good at all about the Giants. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I like the Chiefs too. I just think the Chiefs are a team that everybody's forgetting about, and I, and I don't think this is a default win at all in this division. I think they're just really good, and I think they're often. I know you talk about Alex Smith and you know, game manager, but him and Andy Reid they just work well together. And they're going to get Justin Houston back. They got really good players on defense. They're going to be good on defense. They've improved on offense. I just think they have a good system. I think Andy Reid works well with his players. I think Andy Reid works well with John Dorsey in the front office. And I just don't think there's a lot of holes there. And, you know, again, I going back to last year, they won 10 straight games to go into the playoffs. And then they won a world playoff game. So, I just think people are focusing on the Raiders being, being their best team since they last made the playoffs 14 years ago, and everybody's focusing on, the, focusing on the Super Bowl champion with their strange happenings without a quarterback, and they're forgetting the Chiefs. And I, I think the Chiefs are a high-quality team. Yeah, well said. And I bet still most people out there are picking Denver. And if you, had to, if you ask me right now who do I think is going to win this division in 2017, I would take the Raiders. I mean, I think the yep. arrow is very much pointing up. I think they get better. But I think there's some growing pains, too. You know, the, the, it might be Andy 17, 18, 19, 20 for the Raiders. I mean, you know, they might some warts, but he knows what he's doing. And uh, when we talked about the top, I think there's two, two really good teams in the AFC, who I mentioned. And then I think there's four or five next rung. And to me, that's Cincinnati. That's the top three teams in this division. And Houston. 
and th- that's not a bad group. I mean, to me, the, the 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 B teams in the AFC are much better than they are in the NFC. So they're a little more deeper, but probably not as strong up top. Agreed. Which could make for a really fun January. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a really yeah. good playoff matchup, especially in the AFC. Well, all, all around. So who, who who's your two uh, wild card teams out of the AFC? I'm going to go with Oakland and Denver narrowly over Cincinnati, and I really three think that teams those three from the AFC West, ladies and gentlemen. What's that? Three teams from the AFC West. Pretty yes. strong. Who you got? I have Cincinnati and the Raiders. Um, okay. I just not that big. I, I I just don't know about the quarterback in Denver. I know Winston's going to get a shot, but he's still a rookie. I like the Raiders a lot. I think they're a 10-win team. I like the Bengals a lot. I'd go Bengals five, Raiders six, and, and feel really good about that AFC playoff. So um, yeah, so you guys basically ended up six or seven win team. What's that? Would it blow you away if the if the Broncos ended up only winning six or seven games? If there was key injuries to defense, maybe. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to have the same blueprint to what they did last year. They are, they are going to win their games. You know, especially if they get a lot out of Booker at the running back position. I think they're going to be okay. And we've talked about this. They're going to win games 13-10, to 10, you know, like they did. Right. The defense you know, stayed I, so healthy last year, though. If they get a couple injuries, I could see them being a seven-win team. Yeah. Again, I, I sort of like Kansas City. I, I think they've got a real good program, and I think that that's overlooked. And, you know, and when, when things go, when the wheels fall off a little bit, they have the right people to kind of get it back on track. And I know that's that's important. You need that during the season. So I, I think I, I would be shocked if everything blew up in Denver, but I don't have them going to the playoffs. So right. we will see. So to recap the AFC – we have pretty much the same deal. We all had the Patriots. We had the Steelers. We had Houston, who I'm really big on. We both had Kansas City, which I'm surprised that we both took. Matt stayed in the AFC West wild card with the Broncos and the Raiders. I went Raiders and Bengals. So, Matt, let's go all the way to the championship weekend. Who, who are you going to see in the championship weekend in the NFC? Patriot and the NFC. Uh, I got Seattle. Who? You know, I think Arizona's the 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 second best team in this conference. But you know, the way I'm playing it out, they have a wild card, and I think that's a tough gig. So I feel like it'll be Seattle hosting whoever has the bye between Carolina and Green Bay. And I think Green Bay is a slightly better team, but I like Carolina's schedule better. So give me Carolina going to Seattle for NFC Championship game. Okay, we differ a little bit nice. for programming. Uh, I got Seattle hosting it. I have them the best, having the number one seed and winning that first game. I too have the Cardinals as you know, obviously as a wild card team, and that is tough. Um, I have Panthers two seed, Packers three, probably because the Panthers has an easy, easier division, so maybe they win a game more. And I have the Packers being the better team, so they winning at Carolina in the playoffs to go to Seattle. the championship game at Seattle. And we've seen okay. that we've seen that movie before, Packers and uh, 
Seattle is a great game. So we both have Seattle in it. You have the Panthers. I have the Packers. Let's go over to the AFC. Who's your championship game? Pittsburgh at New England, which, you know, like Seattle, nobody wants to go to New England that time of year. No one wants to go to Seattle that time of year. Um, I do think these two probably end up with the bye. Um, you know, we mentioned about those B-level teams. I think it's certainly one of them could knock off Seattle or New England or Pittsburgh or New England. It's possible in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, but New England, in Belichick, I trust. Yeah. You know, I have the same two teams, but the difference is I have Pittsburgh hosting the Patriots. I just think uh, I know Pittsburgh has some suspensions, and um, but, you know, New England has the suspension. Tom Brady the first four games. Uh, they, I think the league gave them the best break they can by giving them three straight uh, home games during the Brady suspension. That means they're going to be road heavy later in the season, and that could pay. So, you know, if the Patriots lose five games, I, I, I can see somebody else sneaking in and being the top seed. Um, so of our final four here, we have three of the, of the same. The one different is that you have the Panthers – I have the Packers. Who's your Super Bowl matchup, Matt? New England and Seattle. Two home teams, okay. like I said, brutal places to go the way I had it laid out. Um, I think they're the best two teams in the league. I know that's very boring because these two teams have been there a lot lately, but they're still really, really strong, really well coached, deep quarterbacks, proven winners, good defenses. I, mean, I, I think they're the best two teams in the league. Interesting. So you have a Super Bowl repeat of a couple years ago, which I think we'd all take. I actually have a Super Bowl repeat of about 12 years ago, and I'm going with the Steelers and Seahawks. So we do have a different Super Bowl. So I feel good about that. So you, you have the Seahawks Patriots. I have the Seahawks Steelers. Um, do, you, do you think the Steelers can't? I mean, you obviously think they could be a Super Bowl team because you haven't gone to the championship game. So – I mean, you, you think they are an elite team. I do. I mean, some of the news the last couple of months has been worrisome, but yeah. I think the defense will be better. But the Achilles heel of the Steelers going back to the Cowher era is playing against Brady. I mean, Steelers-Patriots has always, always favored the Patriots, and I just think the Patriots are still the slightly better team. And if they meet up again in the playoffs, I will 100% take the Patriots as long as Brady and Belichick are, you know, involved. Right. Um, who's your Super Bowl winner? Who, who wins that Patriots-Seahawks game? New England. Okay. And I don't know why. I haven't given it a huge amount of thought. Um, I think New England's slightly better team. I mean, when I am doing my power rankings, they started at one. I think I'm going to keep them there. Uh, they've had some, you know, some negative things happen to them too over the last couple months. But I think they're equipped to handle it. I think Martellus Bennett is just a great addition that they'll use really, really well. And again, I, I think Brady's going to light the league on fire when he gets back. So you're saying that we're going to get our Al Davis, Pete Rozelle moment on the podium at the Super Bowl <laughs> between Brady and Kraft and Roger Goodell. That would be one hell of a story if Brady wins the Super Bowl after this, uh, you know, two-year drama. Right. Uh, that's awesome. I hadn't even thought of that. You know, and Belichick wins the Super Bowl despite losing a first-round pick and not having his, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback for the first month. 
Yeah, I can see that. Imagine Goodell handing the trophy to Belichick and Brady right now. Awesome. Um, I have the Seahawks beating the Steelers. I went to uh, Seahawks camp this year. It was just, you know, I always tell people I'm not an NFL scout. I'm an NFL reporter. So I'm not going to lie and say, man, I saw something that nobody else saw. But from a reporter's sense, I saw a, a team that feels great about themselves, that knows it has very few holes, is hungry, is together, and it is just, you know, a notch above, and I just think the Seahawks are the best team in football. I think people are forgetting about them a little bit because they lost in the playoffs last year after going to the Super Bowl two years in a row, and I think they're just going to be, they're going to win the Super Bowl again, and they're going to, you know, it's going to be three Super Bowls in four years and two championships. So, um, again, I mean, pretty similar picks. I'm glad we picked two different teams, Um, and you, you say there's, Six teams that can win the Super Bowl. You want to roll through those again, five or six? Yeah, in the AFC, I think it's Pittsburgh and New England. I favor New England, obviously. And then in the NFC, I think Carolina, Green Bay, and Arizona and Seattle in the West. I think all six of those teams are um, Super Bowl contenders. They're the A-list teams. And then they look around the league and, like, who are the B-list teams? To me, it's like Minnesota, Houston, Cincinnati, and the top three teams in the AFC West. Right, right. Well, cool. Well, hey, I appreciate it. That was our 2016 season predictions. Next Tuesday we will talk about what happened in week one and what it means for week two. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be a buzzkill. I don't know why I'm saying it, but I have a feeling we're going to talk about a couple key injuries because there's always a couple key injuries in week one. So I think there's going to be a lot to talk about next week. And, uh, it's just finally, like you said earlier in the show, Matt, we're asked about this stuff year-round, and we're supposed to write and talk about next year from, you know, the first week of February. So it's so refreshing that we've made it through that seven-month journey to actually talking about stuff that counts. Absolutely. And as psyched as I get for preseason and training camp to start, you know, even the big football nerd in me says, that gets old a little bit quick. You know, <laughs> I mean, a couple right. weeks ago I was ready for week one to get here. Right. And it's here. So great. Everybody, thank you for listening. Matt, thanks for being with me. Again, Matt has the New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl. I have the Seattle Seahawks winning the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you next week. And this is this week's No Relation NFL podcast with Matt and Bill Williamson.